Welcome to Thriving Entrepreneur with your host, Steve Kidd, third-generation minister and 30-year business coach. Listen in as amazing, world-changing authors, speakers, and coaches share their struggles and victories, and hear from best-selling authors' insight into how you, too, can live your life as a thriving entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome to Thriving Entrepreneur. Thanks for being with us here today. I appreciate you spending your time with us today. It is so good to be with you again. It's really an honor to get to spend some of this time with you today. Today, we're going to talk about a fun one, uh, sort of. <laughs> and what I mean by that is today, we're going to talk about money. I like money, and I'm sure you do too. It can be the best and the worst conversation that we could possibly have. And so today we're gonna just really dive into the possibilities of money. You see, the thing about it is, is that money is all around us. Money is out there. We just a lot of times have views that are getting in the way of us getting to the money. Um, do you remember the, you know, from Jerry Maguire, you know, the show me the money. <laughs> we all have that in our life, just like Cuba Gooding Jr.'s uh, character in that movie. Um, you know, he wanted the respect for the talent that he had and the way that that was going to be expressed was through money was through being paid what he was truly worth as opposed to um, not being seen because he was a very utility, um, very, you know, he was an important member, but he wasn't the superstar for so many years. And, um, and a lot of times I think a lot of us fall into that category. We aren't necessarily Oprah. We aren't Tony Robbins. We aren't Richard Branson. But what we are is really amazingly good at taking care of stuff. When we are given an assignment to complete, to do in this world, we, um, you know, we really get it done. There are a lot of us, and I'm sure some of you listening today, that are unsung heroes. The first one that, of course, always comes to my mind is moms. I mean, really, with the exception of Mother's Day, uh, you know, because really, even on her birthday and Christmas, it, mom doesn't really get celebrated. And often a Mother's Day thing is something that's very quick and then forgotten. But with the exception of Mother's Day, moms really don't get the credit they deserve. Not any of them. Up to and including to this very minute, um, you know, I've said some amazing things about my mom, but my mom is an amazing lady, and I'm sure I haven't given her the credit that she deserves even still. Um, you know, it's one of the biggest, if not the biggest, unsung hero position in the world. Because for every minute 
that a mom is pouring in directly to our lives, there are hours that she is praying, crying, grieving over us, looking for ways to better herself, to be all that she can be for you. And there isn't anybody that really comes in and says, you know what? Here's a check for several billion dollars for what you do, mom. I mean, that's what she's worth, right? Don't you wish that you had unlimited resources and you could write a check for the largest number your mind can conceive for your mom? Wouldn't you do that? Absolutely we would. You see, money isn't, um, you know, it isn't the way that we love people, but it often is the way that we value people. The way that we show people how important they are to us often comes down to some type of money expression. And it doesn't have to be a lot of money. I mean, remember when you were a kid? Think about this one for a second. You know, you made mom a macaroni necklace or you drew a card. And that, in our young minds, because we didn't have any money, that was what we could do. It's what we poured out to our mom. And um, as you look back now, though, there was a cost. There was a huge cost in your time. You know, because you wanted to make it special. There was a cost in the raw materials. And probably your mom bought them, most cases. You know, sometimes maybe, um, you know, some of you had some really good dads too. And, and, you know, and dad would make sure that that thing you wanted to make for mom, you had the supplies for it. But there was a cost to that. The biggest cost was the giving from our heart of ourselves. And I I hope you don't feel like I'm belaboring this point, but I really wanted to bring home the real value behind money. I don't know that I've ever met anybody that's actually truly money-driven. I've met a couple of people that are really close, but even for them, it was about the power that money gave them. It wasn't really about specifically the money. Um, I always think of, when I think of somebody that was truly money motivated, I always think of uh, Scrooge McQuack from DuckTales. Those of you that um, either are young enough that you watched that growing up or old enough that your kids watched that while they were growing up. I always think of Scrooge McDuck when I think of somebody that's truly money motivated diving into his piles of money and swimming around in it. He didn't do anything with it. He didn't spend it on anything. He just liked the money. Um, You know, the true dragon comes to mind where the dragon just lays on top of his gold, doesn't spend it on anything, doesn't share it with anybody. He just has it and it's his. That's a person that's really truly money motivated. For all the rest of us, it's really about what we can do with the money. It's about 
in most cases, the good that we know we can do in the world, if only the money was there to be able to do it. If things cost nothing, you know, you watch shows like Star Trek and things like that that are based in a concept that there is no monetary. Just anything that anybody needs, everybody shares and everybody gets it. And if we lived in that, you would give until you couldn't find anything else to give to the people that you really value. Whether that list be big or small, and whether your imagination and your money mindset be very generous or it be kind of miserly, you would give to the edge of your money mindset if, uh, in things in other words, if there was no cost for the things. But part of what really makes that valuable is the cost. It's the time that we put in. It's the effort. It's the thought to be able to really do it. I went into all of that because I really want you to think about what is your real money mindset? What is the thing that drives you? Today I've got an amazing guest that's on the show and he is going to share with us some really good tips and by the end of this show, you're going to be like, wow, I have resources, capability, and the ability to really bring a whole lot of money into what I'm doing in the world. But before we can listen to Roberto, before we can take that in, we have to look ourselves in the mirror. We have to know what our mindset is what our mind is saying whenever money comes up. Because when you go to the ATM machine, you go online and you look up your balance. When there is whatever that amount is for you, it's over that amount. You feel freed in a certain way. What I've often found is, is that as people make more money, they don't get really truly that more freedom. What they get is a higher number that it means for them to get to freedom. Whereas if they had $5 in the bank at one point in their life, they were excited. And then it became 500 and then 5,000. I've met people where you know, it's in the hundreds of thousands of dollars that they need to have the bank in order to get to a place of feeling free from the worry and from the stress that money causes. And so I want you, I want to challenge you today before we go into this amazing talk with my amazing guest today, I really want to challenge you to think about your money to really think about it. And then I want you to see it as number one, abundant and flowing. If 
Do you remember in Willy Wonka where, you know, they had the chocolate river that just flowed by, you know, and, uh, you know, anytime you wanted, you could have just dipped in there and gotten more chocolate. I want you to think and feel that way about money. There is so much of, of it that it just abundantly flows. And anytime you want, you can just dip down in. You need to have that mindset first and foremost because ultimately that is the key to being able to have the money come into your life. Because without it, what ends up happening is, is that whatever that threshold is for you, you're gonna find yourself living most of your life just below it. If I only had one more sale, if there was only just $100 more in the bank, if I could only get that next five cents an hour raise, I mean, it just depends on where you are and what you're doing. So first of all, you have to see the abundance of money coming in and flowing in your life. And then secondly, I want you to realize that money is a tool. Money is only there for one thing, and that's to allow you the ability to give it away, to do powerful things that make a difference in the world. It's not the Scrooge McDuck swimming around in the largest pile of cash. It's the person who can bring that abundant flow of money to themselves because then what they're gonna do is turn around and freely and generously do good with it in the world. And yes, some of that good means that you're gonna live a good lifestyle. And some of that good means that you're going to make a difference in the lives that only you can make. So I'm hoping that just before we go into this amazing interview, that you will adapt and bring deeply into yourself those two views of money. Number one, money is in, is in abundance and it flows freely. And number two, money is a tool that allows me to do greater good in the world. Money is abundant and flows freely. It is a tool that allows me to do more good in the world. That's the secret. When we adopt that and live strongly with that, then we truly are living as a thriving entrepreneur. We're going to take a quick commercial break and then come back with Roberto. Don't go away. You're going to really get some great info out of this stuff. You've heard Kathy and I talk about it. You've seen the workshops. You have watched as others of your friends have become a best-selling author. And now it's your turn. Let me ask you this. What would being a best-selling author do for your business? Over 80% of people surveyed said that they want to write a book, which means that if you're listening, you probably are one of those people. Now is your time because you have a message that needs to be shared. That message is not for you. It's not for your ego. It is because it serves other people. 
Kathy and I are here to help you share your unique brilliance with the world. All you need to do is go to wehelpyouthrive.com, check us out, and find out how you can be a best-selling author today. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome back. Today, we're going to draw money to us. We're going to learn some powerful tips and information that's going to allow us to have the funding for the thing that we are meant today to do. Sponsorship is something that you may or may not have heard of. Often you may even have thoughts that it's only for nonprofit organizations. But I want to challenge you today to begin thinking of what's the greatest good you can do in the world. And if you had the resources, if somebody wrote you a check for $15,000 today, what would you spend that on? What if somebody wrote you a $100,000 check? What if somebody wrote you a $10 million check? The first thing we need to do is really have that mindset we were talking about before. And then we need to learn the skills of how to be able to tap into corporations that want to are looking for you to be able to share what they do with the people that you share with on a daily basis. Are you ready to learn some really cool information? Join me in welcoming Roberto Candelaria. Hi, Roberto. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty well. Thanks for having me. So sponsorship. Um, most of the times when we think of sponsors, we think of somebody you know, a huge company that's going to get a sponsor or, you know, a big nonprofit event, but it's so much bigger than that. Explain to us who um, can get sponsored. Oh, for sure. You know, and one of the things when it comes to sponsorship is there's so many myths out there that have led people to believe that you need to be a major organization. And as a sponsorship strategy, and now oftenly known as the industry is the partnership accelerator, accelerating people's platforms through partnerships, sponsorships, and collaborations. We've been able to work with people who have absolutely zero social media following, zero email list, and help them get sponsored. And, and I think that that's important to know because when people come into this industry, you know, I got started in sponsorship because I wanted to see people be able to go out and fund their dreams. And so as an author, you know, whether that meant book, bulk book purchases, whether that meant being able to have a book tour, maybe that meant, you know, being able to even afford to write the book and hire a hybrid publishing company or hire the marketing team to be able to go out and promote the book. What we realized is that sponsorship was out there and that sponsorship is possible for just about anyone, as long as there's two key things. And, and number one is that whatever they're doing, it's got to be legal. And so I'm guessing if anybody's here, you know, listening to the podcast and it's a part of your community, I believe that they're doing something legal. We'll just kind of make that assumption. And then the second thing being that they have to be able to show value. And, you know, one of the things that I just love about authors is that 
you know, your book is value that, that you put into the world. And, and as you write that book and as you put that value into the world, I know so many authors, you know, that, that talk about and say, hey, I'm going to write a best-selling book. I'm going to be a bestseller in my category. I'm going to be a national bestseller. I'm going to be an international bestseller. And I've never met an author that said, I'm going to write the crappiest book that there ever is. And hopefully nobody buys it. And I don't end up on a best-selling list. I want to be on the worst selling list. I've, I've never seen an author do that. And so I say sponsorship because sponsorship is what allows the author who is maybe just starting out, maybe they're looking at self-publishing, doing something themselves through, you know, either KDP or through Ingram or through, you know, somebody else. Maybe they're looking at a hybrid publisher and saying, hey, do I work with one of these other brands? Or, you know, maybe they're thinking about, you know, running the gauntlet to do traditional publishing. Sponsorship is that opportunity that gives them to say, hey, Let's get the book out there. Let's get it paid for. And, and ultimately, you know, I would say that the number one reason that authors uh, should consider sponsorship is, is really about credibility. You know, what type of credibility does it bring an author when their book comes out? And it could be, you know, depending on the niche, right? But be aligned with a brand like a Neutrogena or a Delta or a Kroger or ABC or Disney or Staples or Chevy or BMW or Best Buy or, or Tide or the NFL or the WWE. It, it's this automatic borrowed credibility that gives the author an opportunity to elevate their own platform, even if they're just starting out. And, and this is why I'm, I'm so passionate about authors, uh, especially authors just starting out really saying, hey, I can stop doing business alone and focus on doing it with sponsors. And you've been helping people get sponsored for quite a few years now. Um, about how long has it been? <laughs> well, quite a few years now is, is, is right. So I actually started in high school uh, by complete accident. And so that's years ago, uh, <laughs> but uh, my company launched uh, 10 years ago, and uh, in the past 10 years, we're very fortunate to have worked with over 500 brands, over 2,000 students, and over $25 million in contracts, and that does not even count all the successes of our students, and so uh, doing this the past decade now, it's, it's, it's a true pleasure to be able to see so many of our students who are authors of their own go out and be able to be successful. You know, people like Christina Daves, who's the founder of PR for Anybody, PR for Anyone, and her book, PR for Anyone, who was able to go out and do over 150 media appearances in one year to authors such as Dr. Nancy Fox, who is still a full-time educator and has multiple books out about uh, Lyme disease and Lyme disease education prevention, as well as decisive women and how women truly step into their leadership roles. And it's been amazing to all to watch them all as authors, be able to build their business, sell more books, get more media, and just truly live the life that they want. Because they realize that partnering with brands such as, you know, BMW or American Airlines or Marriott or Zappos or the Huffington Post or, or Disney or Facebook directly gave them the opportunity to to get more exposure. And so yeah, we've been 
been uh, in the business for 10 years now. So, of course, the first thing is they should just come and work with you, Roberto. <laughs> but, <laughs> what, what are some of the things that a person needs to do to even be ready to get sponsorship? Let's start from the beginning. What do you got to do to position yourself to be ready to get sponsored? Well, you, you know, I think that the, the first positioning ultimately is, is your own mindset. And, and I start with that because there's so many authors and, and so many entrepreneurs and, you know, and, and, and you probably see this in the publishing world, Steve, where, you know, you could have probably hundreds of people every single year tell you, Steve, I'm going to write a book. I'm going to write a book. And you're like, man, because <laughs> everybody says they're going to write a book, but very few actually go do it. And so... I think that the very first positioning piece is the, the positioning of your own mind. And as when I say the positioning over your own mind, you know, my last book is called Sponsorship for Influencers. And that's why I run a live event called Sponsorship for Influencers Live. But even within that, right, when I say the first thing you have to position is your mind. And it is how do you begin to position your mind to have influence and influence over yourself and influence over your thoughts, influence over your past, over your present, over your future, and influence over the reality of where you are and to, for, and with, and around others to believe that the book that you're bringing out into the world is sponsorable. And so that that's the first thing. And then I would say the next thing is decide is to, that what is going to be sponsored. And so, you know, when we look at something like a book and we, you know, we look at authors, you know, are you having the book itself sponsored, the publishing of it? Uh, do you want to have a promotional tour sponsored? Is the book part of a larger conference or event or a movement? And if so, then is that movement what is being sponsored and that one of the benefits within it happens to be the book? And so I would say that after the mindset, the second part is what is getting sponsored? Because when you know what's getting sponsored, that's what allows us as leaders to, to have the influence to be able to draw and to connect the right people at the right time to produce the right result for the sponsorship that you want and for the life that you want to begin to happen. And, you know, like I said a bit earlier, anything can be sponsored just about as long as it's legal and somebody can devalue in it. And so if you want your editing sponsored, you can have your editing sponsored. But I also say, why not dream bigger? So if it is that big book tour, it is that event, if it is a podcast tour, what is it? And then think about that. And then after you know what it is you want to get sponsored, uh, the big question comes down to the clarity around who you serve and who is it that you have influence with. Because most authors are lacking the mastery of influence and the commitment to greater profits and visibility to their audience and to their platforms that desires to pay them. And this includes brands and sponsors. And so, so who is it that you really serve and, and being really clear about this? And, you know, uh, one of my favorite examples is uh, people will tell me, I work with women entrepreneurs. And I like to say, great, which woman? And they'll look at me and they're like, well, all women entrepreneurs. And I was like, great, but 
is it the woman entrepreneur who's 18 and just starting out or the woman who's 80 and looking at trying to sell her business because they have different needs and where you communicate with these two women is going to be two different things. And so who is it that you truly serve? And, and I invite you to get extremely clear and, you know, no male, no female, know their age. I want you to know their zip code. I want you to know whether they drink. I want you to know whether they drink a McDonald's coffee or Starbucks coffee. And I know that some people might say, Roberto, it's coffee. But here's the thing. You may drink McDonald's coffee and think it's the best coffee in the world, but most people aren't going to post it because it's not cool to post that you drink McDonald's coffee, but it's cool and relevant to post that you're at Starbucks. And to truly know everything about this person, because when you know who you serve, then the fourth piece here is that you can know what brands want access to those people that you serve. And notice, I didn't say what brands you want, but what brands want access to the people that you serve. And, and that's another crucial piece here, why it's important to be able to, to know our audience. And you know, one of the reasons I've been able to work with brands such as BMW and Fleming's and Marriott and Huffington Post and Startups.com and Microsoft and like I said, over 500 brands now is because I'm very clear on who our client is. And you know, when it comes to authors, I tell people authors as a whole are not my number one audience. However, speakers, leaders, and consultants who happen to be authors are. Because what I know is I don't know too many six-figure authors, and I'm in the business of helping people who have six- and seven-figure brands better to be able to position, partner, and profit. And I don't know too many six-figure authors, but I know a lot of six-figure speakers, coaches, and consultants who also happen to be authors. And I give that example because it's a clear differentiator in the marketplace to know that, yes, I do work with authors, but that's a subset of what they do. It's not the number one way that they make money. And so who is it do you serve? How do you serve them? And who wants access to those people? And then of course, it's knowing what it's, you're gonna be able to deliver to them. And it's not always about a big social media following. It's not always about the biggest podcast. You know, I run a Facebook group called the Influencer Incubator Position Partner Profit. And, and the reason that I, you know, started this group and started this Facebook group is a lot of my students were saying, well, Roberto, you know, through sponsorship for influencers or through, you know, sponsorship, quick start or partnership, quick start, you know, those are a couple of our programs. You help us with sponsorship, partnership and collaboration, but you don't have a big Facebook group. And I'm just like, you know, you're right. It's a little over 2000 people, but here's the thing. It's the who, because it's not always about the quantity of the followers that you have, what brands care about is the quality. And so would you rather have in your group, you know, 53,000 people who, you know, we'll just say don't make much money and a brand's looking at them saying, man, I know that, that Steve, man, that author that you got, I bet they really want to work with us, but, but, but their audience can't afford my stuff. Or would you rather have an audience of 100 people or 500 people or a thousand people that when you go into a brand, that brand knows, man, they're my target customer. How much do I have to pay to get in? And a, a great example of this was our student, uh, Lori Tassini. Lori actually just ran an event in the Chicago area for about 
43 people for in a technology field and uh, with just over, I'm sorry, 43 was the wrong number. She had 50 something people, but $43,000 in sponsorship for a group of less than 60 people in a room because these technology brands realized the decision makers were in the room. And so when people say you can't get sponsored or you can't get a big check because your audience is too small, I like to say, well, hallelujah, I've got a small audience and it is a quality audience that a brand can see the value in. And so I encourage each and every one of you to not allow somebody else's default of them believing somebody else's story that it's not possible to let that be the story that you believe. And I invite you to follow the examples of our students who have gone out and, and gotten sponsored from brands such as Bell Helicopter and the WWE and White House Black Market and MAC Cosmetics because they believed, they believed that it was time for them to have a greater commitment to their profits and for brands to be able to pay them for the services and the solutions and the products that they provide because what they knew is that what they think and how they think and why they think and when they thought about money had to change and be unlearned and be relearned and they were ready to adapt to a new understanding and new behaviors of getting sponsored to stop doing business alone. And that's what we're our call is to authors. Our call is to leaders is that it's time to rise because you know that you've got something in you that has just been sitting there on a simmer for just a bit too long. And you know that it's time to move it to boil. You know that you're ready for the fire. You know that you're ready for the heat. And you know that it's time and the things need to change. But the number one thing that keeps you from changing is a lack of money. This is where sponsors come in. And so why sponsorship? Sponsorship is about impact and influence. Sponsorship is about meaning and money. It's about passion and purpose and profit. And these brands need you because when you get sponsored, you then become the gatekeeper for this brand to your community. And I just believe that, that every single author should be sponsored because everybody writes a best-selling book. And even if it's not an, an Amazon bestseller or a national bestseller, it's a bestseller in that you wrote the best book that you could write and that when you put that message out in the world, because somebody bought that, it's going to change somebody's life. And why not let sponsors help you make that difference and that impact in the world? That's awesome. I love it. So what have you learned so far? Do you now begin to have a vision for the thing that you know you should do, need to do, and are going to do in the world, and maybe possibly now, just how much, how easily the money could flow into you. I think you're beginning to get an idea. I know that as you embrace this, it will help you be a thriving entrepreneur. We're going to take a commercial break, and then we will be back here on Thriving Entrepreneur. You've heard Kathy and I talk about it. You've seen the workshops. You have watched as others of your friends have become a best-selling author. And now it's your turn. Let me ask you this. What would being a best-selling author do for your business? 
Over 80% of people surveyed said that they want to write a book, which means that if you're listening, you probably are one of those people. Now is your time because you have a message that needs to be shared. That message is not for you. It's not for your ego. It is because it serves other people. Kathy and I are here to help you share your unique brilliance with the world. All you need to do is go to wehelpyouthrive.com, check us out, and find out how you can be a best-selling author today. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome back. Let's jump right back into it with Roberto and see what more great information he has for us. So I'm sure there's somebody out there that's asking the question, all right, so how long does it take? You know, I mean, can I get sponsored next week? Because <laughs> of course everybody wants it right now, right? <laughs> oh, absolutely. And, and, I, and to that, I actually say that is possible and we've seen it happen. And we've seen students go out and get sponsored in as little as 48 hours. The question is, though, is, you know, growing up, and, and I know that there's some social media memes around this, but one of the, my, the things my dad used to always tell me was, good, cheap, fast, pick two. <laughs> if you want it good and cheap, it's not going to be fast. If you want it fast and cheap, it's not going to be good. If, you know, and, you know, you get to pick two, but you can't have all three. And so what I tell people is, on average, people looking for about a ten dollars to $15,000 check from one brand are doing that oftentimes in about a four to six week period with an effective sponsorship proposal. And that is from the time they get into the brand and get the That said, we've seen clients get $10,000 within seven because as they were in the event workshopping and doing the work, they were actually sending out pitch letters as we were doing the workshop and writing them. And so within 48 hours of the event, and this is actually our quickest, actually our quickest is 24 hours. We had two clients, Lucho and Lisa Crisali, who the event ended on a Sunday and 24 hours later, the next day, by that Monday night, had already secured their first $10,000 sponsor. Now, does that happen every day? No. But is it possible? Absolutely, when you're willing to follow a proven process and a methodology. And, you know, I also say that it varies because, you know, a local small business owner can make a decision like the same day sometimes. But sometimes getting into a company like the Walt Disney Company or to a Delta, they may need a couple of weeks because of the systems and the operating procedures within there. So is it possible to get sponsored? Absolutely. Like I said, we had clients do it in as, in as little as 24 hours after one of our live events. And so it's all about, will you follow the process and what brands you want to work with and what type of check you're looking for? So, I mean, it seems like a no brainer to me. And, you know, of course, when you were doing the webinar the other day, I was just waiting for the link. <laughs> I'm like, put the link, put the link. <laughs> um, but what are the, <laughs> what are the, uh, you know, excuses, the reasons why people don't just do it? Um, what, what's holding them back from jumping in and getting themselves sponsored? Yeah, I, 
so what, what we have seen time and time again is that first of all, it goes back to mindset. And, and I cannot harp on that enough um, because mindset, you know, no matter what it is in our business, mindset is what takes people forward or makes people stop. Guess what takes people forward or makes people stop is the, about the mindset. And when we're working with, with, with people, especially a lot of authors that are starting out, you know, there's a big difference between what somebody who is a five-figure leader versus somebody who's a six or seven-figure leader does. But what I can tell you is the things that keep moving forward is number one is their own self-limiting thoughts. Number two is their personal past failures that they're not willing to get over. Because they've already experienced failure, they're saying, I cannot succeed because I can't get past this. Another one would be no community, meaning two things. And I'll actually say no community or wrong community, meaning that they have no community around them, no support system of other entrepreneurs or other authors, or no actual community in terms of like a mailing list or somebody to buy their book, or they're in the wrong community meaning they know that they're a leader ready to rise, but everyone around them is telling them it's not possible. So they're in the wrong community. And then also a lot of these people, I would say that some people don't get sponsored. The same reason people do not write books is because they're questioning their own ability and they're thinking that there's time. And they're thinking that there's time. They have these private doubts that they'll have these conversations with themselves where they say, will I really do it? You know, people tell me, Roberto, I'm going to get sponsored. But as soon as they're saying that, they're going to shake their head. Yeah, they're going to be saying yes. Their head's going to be shaking no, because I know in their head they're saying, man, I'm telling Roberto, I'm going to go get sponsored, but will I really do it? And I know that you see the same thing, Steve, where people tell you, yeah, I'm going to write a book. And they're, I mean, their mouth is telling you yes, but their head is shaking no because of that private doubt saying, will I really do it? And that... I would say that the other reason that, that we really see that, that the reason that people don't get sponsored is, is this disease of comparison and, and authors and business owners and coaches and entrepreneurs wanting to compare themselves to people who are in a completely different place in business. And I just want to encourage leaders and authors and speakers and coaches and consultants to, if you're going to have any type of competition, have that competition with yourself and quit the judgment of other mentors and coaches and authors and, and focus on yourself and, and making your, your difference in the world. Mm, that's good. So give us just a couple examples of some people who have gotten some unusual sponsors. I mean, if it's okay to share the story, you know, your friend that has, the organization that helps with the Lyme disease and the sponsorship she got from a whole bunch of places or other ones, you know, give oh, us a couple yeah, examples. Oh, absolutely. You know, what's uh, one of the things I love is, is our students and, and the work that we do. So, I mean, we've had people sponsored by toilet paper companies. We have uh, another author who was doing a cookbook who was, uh, sponsored by a flour and oats company because it was a gluten-free cookbook. And so she had all these gluten-free brands that, you know, make flour and cake mixes and gluten-free products that sponsored the cookbook. Um, we have Dr. Nancy Fox, who, you know, was, has been sponsored by uh, actually a state at one point. And so, and actually a state board of education sponsored a curriculum for her. And so even government entities 
uh, sponsor things. And just recently, Dr. Nancy had a $20,000 uh, sponsorship week. And, you know, there's a line of Fernandez who's been sponsored now by over 250 brands in the past five years, including seven different divisions of Disney. Um, gosh, Stacey Sheffin and, uh, and Debbie Saviano, who have gone out and worked with Accelerant and Acosta and Bell Helicopter and Nabo and U.S. Bank and, uh, gosh, the Dallas Cowboys, just uh, Goldman Sachs, so many different brands. Um, and, you know, another student, you know, Chris Stevenson, who was sponsored by FitLife. And a lot of people say, May, who's FitLife? And that's okay because it's an industry thing that knew him. And so they have... Uh, FitLife and other organizations sponsored Chris to go around the world uh, speaking and training on, on fitness. And so there's just countless opportunities. The question is, is, you know, will you do the work? Mm, that's important. Oh, yeah. So, Roberto, um, how do people take the next step with you then? Because, I mean, we want to put a person in action and you gave them some things they need to do mindset-wise to get ready for it, but now they need to take action and step in and do a program or something. So what would they do to connect with you? Absolutely. So, I, you know, the, the first place that I tell people all the time that I like to hang out uh, is my Facebook group. It's the Influencer Incubator, uh, Position Partner Profit. And that is one place that uh, I am hanging out and post content and Facebook lives and videos in there. Um, and I would say that that's really the best place. And then uh, if you go to robertocandelaria.com, there are several different ways there to connect, either from free eBooks or some of our other books. And then uh, we run a host of different events throughout the year, which we primarily talk about uh, within our Facebook group, because we're about building a, a virtual networking community and a virtual community and that we love the Facebook group because it gives people a chance to interact with each other. So then when they show up at our live events, such as Sponsorship for Influencers Live or Position Partner Profit or the National Influencer Summit, that when they come to these live events, they have the opportunity to connect with each other. And it's kind of like, you know, it's like a welcome home type moment because they've all hung out in the Facebook group and they get to see each other again that way. Roberto Candelaria, um, Candelaria, uh, she, he is an amazing resource for getting all the things that you should be doing in the world, uh, you know, funded, financed, ready to go and really be out there. There really isn't any excuses. Roberto, I really appreciate you taking the time to be with us on the show today. Oh, thank you so much. Appreciate it. What are you going to do? What's your plan? Begin to write it down and then share it with us by going hashtag thriving entrepreneur and posting on Facebook, posting on Twitter and sharing with us how you're going to live as a thriving entrepreneur with the money that's coming in to you. We'll take our last commercial break right here while you write some things down and then we'll be right back here on thriving entrepreneur. You've heard Kathy and I talk about it. You've seen the workshops. You have watched as others of your friends have become a best-selling author. And now it's your turn. Let me ask you this. What would being a best-selling author do for your business? 
over 80% of people surveyed said that they want to write a book, which means that if you're listening, you probably are one of those people. Now is your time because you have a message that needs to be shared. That message is not for you. It's not for your ego. It is because it serves other people. Kathy and I are here to help you share your unique brilliance with the world. All you need to do is go to wehelpyouthrive.com, check us out, and find out how you can be a best-selling author today. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to the episode today of Thriving Entrepreneur. I really appreciate you being here with us. I really do. I know that the guests we're bringing you have the capability to help uplevel you in both life and in business. I hope that you now have a vision for the abundant flow of money in your life that allows you the ability to do more good, to serve more people, to give it away freely because there's so much more that can come back into your life. I want you to think of your life as a giant conduit with money flowing in and money flowing out. The huge capability of money and good, money and good. Because money is just a facilitator for helping you do the most good in the world, right? I hope that you have a vision for that. I hope that you will do that thing that only you can do in the world to make the difference that only you can make. It starts with your mindset. In case you haven't caught it yet, again, abundance Money is abundant and it fl- uh, it freely flows. And second, money is a tool that allows me the ability to serve more people. I hope that sinks in today. I hope that you have a plan for the sponsorships that you're going to get and that you will really make the most out of that gift that's inside of you. Because you see, the person that you are, that powerful, creative force that is you, it was put on this planet very specifically. You are not an accident. I tease all the time, there isn't anybody on the planet that's here because there's too much oxygen and we need to exchange it for some more carbon dioxide. You have a purpose. There is a reason for you being here. That reason allows you to do that thing that you were created to do. And it gives you the ability to serve others. You see, there's that old psychological principle. We can't live in fear and service at the same time. It's just not physiologically possible. 
for you to hold on to your fear while investing yourself in serving someone else. It's also not physiologically, it's not physiologically possible, try saying that three times, um, for you to really give and serve when you're so afraid you can't take action. Think about that for a second. When you're cowering in the corner, afraid to step out at all, you're not serving. But when you boldly take a leap, often a terrifying leap of faith, but you take the leap and you find that in the giving to others, everything you've ever dreamt of becomes possible. And it makes the world a better place. I hope that you understand that that person looking back at you in the mirror is such a powerful, necessary, important, incredible person that there is money, that there is a company, companies, that would love to give you money to do exactly that thing that you do so brilliantly. But they're not going to drive up your driveway, park in front of your house, walk up to the door, knock on the door, ask for you, and then hand you a giant bag of money and say to you, we're not totally sure what you're all about, but we just know that if you get this money, you'll do good. Or even more poignantly that they'll say to you, we know exactly what you're all about. And we know that you haven't asked for the money yet, but we're just so impressed by it that here's a big bag of money. Doesn't work that way. We step out on the faith we move out because we want to help and serve the people that we're meant to serve. And the universe rises up to meet us and gives us what we need. Doesn't give us all of it in advance. God doesn't lay out before you the entire plan of your whole life so that you can make all of the right turns, know exactly when and where to invest the money, what to put all your efforts in. The way life works, we have just a glimmer of that next. And when we step towards that, we know whether we've gone the right way or not. And as we head in that right direction, the next little bit reveals itself. The truth of the matter is, is that if you had a trillion dollars dumped into your bank account right now, you'd be worthless. It would be too much. You would have no incentive to so much as get out of bed. But when that same trillion dollars can be the gross earnings for your corporation in just one year. 
when you take that first step from here, then you appreciate every dime of it because you've been through those times when you've scratched and scraped. You've been through those times when a company did sponsor you and saw what you were doing because you said, hey, I've got this thing and I'd like you to sponsor me. And you appreciate it and you continue driving and working hard so that you can be the most you can be to do the most good that you can do. Because you see, you are uniquely brilliant. You are created for a purpose and the world needs you. What we need for you to do is take that idea that's floating around in the back of your head and get it out into the world. I can tell you after the 20 plus years that I've been doing marketing, and really if you put the sales part that I started when I was five, we're talking 47 plus years as I'm recording this, that I've been doing sales and marketing. And what I can tell you is, is, is that you have a message and that the powerful thing of becoming a best-selling author will do something for you in you and more importantly, for the putting of that message in you out into the world. Like nothing else I know, you need to share that message with the world. Please come join us in Best Sellers Guild. You can just simply go to bestsellersguild.com. We would love to have you in there. It's a community of people who have written their books, who are bestsellers, who are writing their books and will be bestsellers, or who just know that they need to do a book and they want to be a bestseller. It's the perfect community for you. And now is the perfect time for you to join us. Just go to bestsellersguild.com. Join the free group. Come on in with us and share your message with the world. When you first join up, I want you to boldly declare, this is the book I'm writing. It's going to be a bestseller. And I'm ready for it to come out. I look forward to that. I want to rejoice with you when your bestseller comes out and you're making the difference that you were meant to make. You are making the impact that only you can make in the world. And the world is a better place, but not just because you're in it, but because you're in it, contributing, being the best you can be. Know that Kathy and I are here to help you thrive, to live every day of your life as a thriving entrepreneur. Until next time, have a great week. Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur today. If you want to get your question answered, send an email to questions at wehelpyouthrive.com. We look forward to you joining us again next time.
You've heard Kathy and I talk about it. You've seen the workshops. You have watched as others of your friends have become a best-selling author. And now it's your turn. Let me ask you this. What would being a best-selling author do for your business? Over 80% of people surveyed said that they want to write a book, which means that if you're listening, you probably are one of those people. Now is your time because you have a message that needs to be shared. That message is not for you. It's not for your ego. It is because it serves other people. Kathy and I are here to help you share your unique brilliance with the world. All you need to do is go to wehelpyouthrive.com, check us out, and find out how you can be a best-selling author today.